So our parish leadership team has recently begun to roll out and rally everyone around this new, exciting adult faith and family formation theme. And that's set to launch later this month. The title of that is, What is the Meaning of Your Life? To say the least, that is a bold question. Thankfully, to help us contemplate the question, we'll be providing resources and materials and opportunities, including a six-week homily series, guest speakers, and small group gatherings. While this new initiative that we're undertaking will unfold through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, let me just take you quickly to the conclusion. What is the meaning of your life? And here's the spoiler alert. The answer is found in following Jesus. I doubt that that answer comes as much of a surprise to any of you, otherwise you probably wouldn't be here today. But to unpack that question and to really understand what is required of us as being true followers of Jesus, well, that takes time. For some of us, a lifetime, a lifetime of prayer and study and service of others. And we all know that's not always easy. We hear that loud and clear in our scripture readings today. The demands of discipleship are very much on display in this week's readings. Jeremiah felt caught between his call and the cost it would bring to him. St. Paul strongly encourages us to reject the standards of our world today. And St. Peter cannot grasp the idea that both Jesus would have to suffer and die and that his disciples would have to follow in his footsteps. Deny yourself and take up your cross and follow me is a tough message. And our familiarity with that language can dull us to its meaning. I think today many Christians have a comfortable image of familiarity with the cross. We have a beautiful gold cross here in our church. Many people have crosses in their homes and even some wear crosses as jewelry around their neck. But that certainly wasn't the case in Jesus' day. The cross was the Roman Empire's most dreadful instrument of torture and humiliation and execution. Thankfully, none of us will ever have to witness anything as horrific or barbaric as the crucifixion of a human being, which is why the idea of the cross is often used by Christians today as a metaphor, a metaphor to describe Bering's life's regular burdens. Maybe it's a long traffic jam or a difficult boss or an illness. However, for the first century Jews, the image of taking up the cross invoked horror and shame. It's no wonder that St. Peter struggled with the message. I think most of us can relate to St. Peter's response. When faced with a difficult challenge, we turn towards Jesus, we take him aside and repeat those same words. God forbid, Lord, Please don't let such a thing happen to me or to you. Or like Jeremiah, we might ask ourselves, 
sometimes, Lord, have we been duped. All, of all the images Jesus could have used to depict discipleship, why would he choose such a horrific image? Noah got a rainbow, Moses got a burning bush, the Magi got a star from heaven. Why did Jesus choose the cross for his disciples? Because it's, the, it's only through the cross that we find the ultimate fulfillment of God's total, perfect sacrifice of love. For Jesus, the cross was much more than a form of execution. It ultimately is about the fullest revelation of his total self-giving love. Thankfully, none of us will die on the cross, but all of us are being called to die to ourselves daily. Those who seek happiness in life solely by pursuing their own interests will never be fulfilled. Only by giving oneself to God and to others, we will experience the lasting fulfillment that God wants all of us to have. When we give ourselves in love to God, to mission and to service of others, we don't lose anything, but our lives are deeply enriched and we gain so much more. Jesus continually invites us to think of the Christian life precisely in these terms, to follow in his footsteps. Like him, we are to be ready to take up our crosses, whatever it might be, and carry those crosses behind him. I want you to notice, however, that Jesus tells his disciples to take up their own cross, not his. The cross will be different for each and every one of us. It takes the form of something difficult, something we don't choose, but is clear. Life typically presents us with a variety of crosses. Some of them are more difficult than others. But it's, however, it's never easy to accept the cross, be it illness or financial worries, unemployment, family difficulties, depression, loneliness, whatever it might be. However, what, we, what might be helpful for us is not to view the crosses as a punishment from God, but simply as part of our daily lives, just as joy and love are part of the human condition. The reality of being human means that we will all suffer, just as we will all experience joy and peace and love. The gift is, when we are carrying our cross, Jesus is with us and will give us strength to help us carry our crosses. During difficult times, it might be helpful to look beyond the cross and focus on the abundant blessings of our lives. Even when we're carrying a heavy cross, Jesus is with us always, gifting us and gracing us. Following Jesus demands a new way of thinking, a way of thinking that goes against conventional, culturally approved thoughts and trends, because Jesus never leaves us where we are or where we think we are. His message is often shocking and challenging, moving us on to something that sounds impossible, something unimaginable, beyond our expectations, and inviting us to move beyond our comfort zone. 
In that same spirit of invitation, I ask you all to please participate in this upcoming six-week homily series. Watch the videos and prayerfully consider forming or joining a small group so that we all can further explore what it means to pick up our cross and grow together as followers of Jesus.